0: Love Talk Radio. linguistics. Check out for you, linguistics. Check out for you, linguistics. Check out for linguistics. Check out for linguistics. Check out for you. What's up, y'all? What's up? Coming to you with an absolutely unplanned impromptu. Show. It's about 12:30 in the morning. Probably why I'm sounding like this. And some things just have been irritating me, and I just felt like I need to get it out, get it off my chest. Before I get started, like I know all the time, come check me out on iTunes. It's been a while since I've been out there, so you maybe just catch up on some old. Uh, episodes while I reload, you get bigger and better at 2018. But it's something that's on my heart right now, and I feel the need to have to say it because I've tried to explain in text or in, in words, and words don't seem to do my thoughts justice. It has to do with, and I guess it didn't truly have to do with it, but I'm going to lay it here and we'll move it to where it needs to be when we get there. The Me Too movement, that recently won Time Person of the Year. For those living under a rock the past, I don't know, I'd just say a year to to encompass it all. High profile sexual assault cases have been finally revealed after years of of fear coming forward against some very powerful men in Hollywood, DC, these places. Then the, the Me Too movement, which I've come to find out has been about uh, it's been around for about ten years, Kind of sprang forth from, you know, the high-profile cases. Uh, maybe not sprang forth because, like I said, it's been ten years, but maybe reemerged on the public in the public consciousness because of the high-profile cases. And rightly so. Um, this isn't a post about. It's validity. That's not what this is about. That's why I said I'm laying at their feet and we'll move it around to where it probably needs to be when we get to the bottom of it. But what I am going to say springs forth from a couple places. Springs forth from what's going on in Congress. The Hollywood piece of it uh, has really been one of the, the worst-kept secrets, you know, that that casting couch idea did not spring forth from nowhere. That is a practice that's been going on since the beginning of Hollywood, and I'm glad it's coming out. Maybe some of these powerful men, it's interesting I really haven't had these men come out speaking about assaults, because I'm sure it's happened, but whatever. Uh, these powerful men need to be brought down, is what it is. So I'm not going to speak to the Hollywood part of it because I don't truly care about the Hollywood part of it. That's going to rectify itself by taking down the pigs that are there. The D.C. piece of it, though, I will speak on. And I guess this is where where I'm going to spring for generally to get to where I'm trying to get to. Roy Moore, Alabama, we all know what's going on with that. Uh, Donald Trump and his many accusers, we all know what's going on with that. Al Franken and his accusers, we all know what's going on with that. I made a post, I guess it might have been Friday, I'm not really sure, Thursday, Friday, something like that, basically saying that if I were Al Franken, I would not resign from the post that the people of Minnesota had elected me to as long as there's a serial pedophile in the race to join the Senate. As long as Roy Moore still is doing his thing as, as if I were Al Franken, I would say, you know what? He's there, I'm here. That stirred up some controversy through people who interact with me on my personal page. And the assumption is that we're using sexual assault victims to play politics. The kicker about all this is that's exactly what's being done. sexual assault victims are being used to play politics. Why? D.C. is political. D.C. is politics. As long as the commander-in-chief believes and has said as much that we need that pedophile's vote in Senate, then we need to Reevaluate how we do things. So as Al Franken, I'm like, you know what, I'm like, look, no, as long as he running out in Congress because I was elected to be here, now granted, there's some contrition that needs to happen, there's some uh, apologies and some, some amends that need to be made to the people that he had wronged, yeah, but bottom line, D.C. see is politics. That's bringing forth the conversation. So tonight, I had a conversation. Well, earlier this evening, me and a friend of mine went out, and we had a conversation about this type of topic, not necessarily Franken specifically, and what just the topic in general, says it's hot button. I mean, there's no way around it. It's hot button topic. And the statement came out through the midst of this conversation that unless you reanimate Emmett Till. to speak on false accusation, and the conversation went somewhere else. But th- that, that piece of that statement stuck with me. And here's where I'm going with this. I know every day women are assaulted. I know this. Anybody with half a happy brain knows this. It's a tragedy. Us men need to move better. You know, we're taught from an early age. You know, this is this is a man. You you must do this as a man and you must be this way and that whatever. We're taught that from an early age. You know, you run up to girl in third grade and kiss on the cheek and run away or whatever. I mean, that that's just, you get taught that. You Also, by, probably by extension, you're taught to not concern yourself with how that makes another person feel. That's the problem. I also believe that the anomalies you see in D.C. and Hollywood, anomalies from the sense of these are powerful men who probably have never been told no. So they feel entitlement by the nature of their power. So there are anomalies. They are anomalies from the real world sexual assault. The real-world sexual assault typically breeds from a contempt of women or that caveman mentality that's instilled upon us from day one. That, that, that day-to-day sexual impropriety comes from a different place than the powerful man syndrome. But what I said tonight really struck a nerve. What I said was, be careful, and I'm paraphrasing. This is not exactly what I said because I don't have it in front of me right now. But the gist of it was, now that the floodgates have been open, because for far too long, this act, this behavior was kept in the, 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 the background. It was kept in the sidelines. It was, it was known but not reported. now that the floodgates have opened we need to be more careful about blanket accepting everybody's statement that something happened and become just a little more diligent on the front side to verify as best you can now i'm not saying Because then I went on to say, you know, because false accusations can ruin lives. Ask Emmett Till. That struck a nerve. And I'm not even going to go to why it struck nerve, but it struck a nerve. But the bottom line is, you must be careful about blanket acceptance of what anyone says in today's society because that one out of 50 that's false makes it hard for the other 49 that's just fact it's a shitty fact but it's a fact nonetheless so how about we vet just a little? I'm not saying grill a rape survivor. I'm not saying grill a, a, a sexual assault accuser. I'm not saying rubber holes are in the room and, and terror. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is a sexual assault allegation should be more than just walking to somebody and say, Somebody did something to me, arrest them, or whatever. That sounds uncaring. It sounds cruel, but it's not. You can treat them with the exact same compassion as you would treat them before that. You would, you can, but what's wrong with asking, okay, no, t- take me through what happened. Take me through what happened. So I get to understand it. Now, if major inconsistencies in a story could be a red flag. And this, when I say major inconsistency, I'm talking beyond uh, whether it happened over here or over there or what was playing. I mean major inconsistency. But what's wrong with a little 20, 30 minute bed on the front side? Just make sure I got what's happening. Explain to me what's going on, what happened. Because in our society, we have become so reactionary that pendulums swing from one to the... We vacillate. We go from one extreme to the next. Far too long we've been on the uh, on one side of we don't report sexual assaults so all the people who commit these crimes get away with it because nobody will believe it. That pendulum has sat in there for so long. It's now starting to swing, but we want to make sure we don't swing it so far to the other side to where somebody can just walk open their mouths, and then there goes somebody's life. Emmett Till, Chicago teenager in Money, Mississippi, a white lady said to her family, her husband, I believe, that he whistled at her. False accusation, 1955. False accusation, Emmett Till died as a result. Now, yes, an extreme case. I get that. But the bottom line is that the, the, the gist, the formula of the situation is not, it's not different. Brian Banks, a star athlete, uh, uh, scholarships to Division One schools, pro, on pro-prospect list. I mean, good, good linebacker, good girl accuses him of rape in high school. Major inconsistencies in her story. No for real, no true evidence. I mean, how do you, how do you prove that unless it's on camera? No true evidence. so the court case basically boils down to her versus his. He goes to jail. Naturally, scholarships go away and all that good stuff. He, and then you move on to the next dude. Five years later, oh, school district pays her out because, you know, they said the school was unsafe and led to her, whatever. Five years later, she recants and says she lied about it. Well, guess what? You don't give him his five years back. So, So what I'm getting at is. Those are just two high-profile cases. I'm sure there are a lot of cases that don't get that far or don't make national news. But all I'm saying is never, ever dismiss an accuser, okay? Someone comes to you and says somebody did something, you listen to them. Get to the bottom of it. But you owe it to, not even a person, you just owe it to to, to just what's right. So let's say, let's get to the bottom of it. Let's find out. Explain to me what happened. It doesn't stop you from going after the person who did it. It doesn't stop you from doing your job. It doesn't stop you from doing it. It just stops potentially. ruining somebody's life because someone else may have had an ax to grind. In the grand scheme of the word right, what's wrong with that? Now, the argument that I just had that sparked all this was the fact that women do get raped every single day. Yes, they do. No one has debated that fact. No one will ever debate that fact. It happens more than we care to admit. It happens with sickeningly, uh, with sickening frequency. That's what I'm trying to say. But the question, but then then it begs the question, though, Does it make it okay to dismiss a wrongly accused male or female? Don't get me wrong. This goes both sides now. The, the, the female can be uh, the, the falsely accused too. So it's not just guys. Is it okay to dismiss the wrongly accused because it actually does happen every day? Yes, it does actually happen every day. But guess what? That person wasn't a victim. And this is what we're talking about. I've noticed what I even have noticed. I've been accused of being a lot of things in life. Some true, most not. But then to be accused this either of having a male privilege. A black man in America, I ain't got privilege on shit. Okay. I believe what I believe. I believe right, right is right and wrong is wrong. False is false. The Duke, lacrosse players, high profile. That was wrong. And the kicker is, I wanted to believe the accuser. This is where I get this pause from. This is where the pause comes from. Because when that story hit the fan, I wanted to believe that. Consequently, I was looking for every single reason to crucify these guys. Because I have my own feeling about lacrosse players, and they just fit that stereotype. I learned a lesson without that whole ordeal. I learned a lesson. You can't take things at face value just because you want to believe them. You need truth. And again, her story was so wildly inconsistent with the facts. That's what that, that's what that came from. It wasn't that they didn't believe her. It wasn't that the cops would, had an axe to grind. It was the fact that her behavior, her, not behavior, her explanation, uh, her, her account for that evening's events were, one, so wildly inconsistent and two, so incongruent to the facts that they found. And again, what I did, when that started to come, up, come out and the story started to fall apart, I doubled down on my belief. Oh, well, see, they just try to cover it up. So these are, this is Duke University. This is Durham, North Carolina. This is what well, I tried to justify the fact that her story was falling apart. I learned something there. That's what prompts this. A little 30 minutes more on the front side may make all of the difference on the back side. Because they took that lady's word for it in, in the lacrosse case. And everybody convicted these dudes in the court of public opinion. Turns out, she had an axe to grind. So all I said was, since the floodgates are now open, we need to be very careful of blanket assumptions when the sexual assault cases are brought to light Because in some cases, people have axe to grind and ulterior motives. Because if we aren't careful, we can ruin someone's life that didn't deserve it. And standing on principle, standing on the, the lie, I mean, there's no other way to call it, Standing on the lie because so many other women are actually raped is wrong. Yes, we'll get that. Let's convict them. Let's deal with them. But this guy or this girl is innocent. Give them the apology and let's make real differences. That's all I said. And, and, and on a different level, wouldn't, wouldn't you want people to go the extra mile if that was you being accused? If you're being accused of something, you know you didn't do it, wouldn't you want somebody to go that extra mile just to completely vet and make sure that everything is above board, especially on something as hot button as this? If you're the accused, wouldn't you want that? So look, late this was heavy on my head. Bottom line. We need to be careful. Now let me let me say this before I get on down, because I got about four and a half minutes left. Before I get on down and try to go to bed. I believe the majority of the women that have come out to this point and accuse these powerful men of what they accused them of. Now, I won't speak to everyone individually because I don't know individual circumstances, but I will say that this is not beyond the realm of possibility. You know, it ain't... Beyond the, Roy Moore has six accusers, and their stories are remarkably similar. They ain't the same, like they were hers, but it, it leads to a pattern. Trump's accusers have come out, and their stories are, have the same undercurrent. Frankens' accusers that come out, may have a similar undercurrent. They're stripping that number. That's why I believe the majority of the women. There are a couple of them that sound suspect, but you know what? Hey, it's more likely than not. But we need to be careful of the ones that just come out and just say, because people do things for reasons that you wouldn't believe, and it ain't always money. Some folks just step out because they want the notoriety. Some folks just speak out because they, you know, you've got to axe the grind or or want to stick it to a significant, whatever. All I'm saying is before we go off and start crucifying people, let's just look at the stories themselves and say, do they make sense? Is it more likely than not that it happened? If that's the case, roll with it. But don't just find somebody walking down the street and have her say what, whatever and then we're going to take that as gospel with zero verification. Or better yet, zero attempt at verification. That's where we get in trouble. That's where we get the Emmett Till's in the extreme cases. That's where we get to Duke LaCrosse. That's where we get the Scottboro Boys or, uh, uh, you know, Brian Banks. That's where we get those from. And for every false, accusation for a BS reason, it makes it harder for the ones that have been actually abused. That's all that's saying. That's all I'm getting at. If you want me to believe them all, then let's get rid of the false ones. That's it. Don't know if they made it any better me. Um, in the meantime, in between time, I'm going to get back on a little more regular. Um, I am going to be doing some things in 2018. Stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, until next time, I always say take care of yourself. 'Cause you all that you have got. And on that note, peace.